Hello there. This is Edward Johnston Long, or Edis, if you follow me on Twitter. This is my podcast called Just One Poem, where I read one poem and then talk about it, and then talk about the poet for a bit, and then talk about myself and why the hell I got to this poem and why it means so much to me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, The podcast is now available on iTunes. If you go onto iTunes and subscribe, I would really appreciate it. So search for Edis or Just One Poem on the iTunes store under podcasts, and I should come up, which is very exciting. Okay, so this week it's a poem by C.P. Caverfee called Ithaca. It's a bit longer than the other ones, so enjoy it. Ithaca. When you start on your way to Ithaca, pray that the journey be long, rich in adventure, rich in discovery. Do not fear the Cyclops, the Lystragonians, or the anger of Poseidon. You'll not encounter them on your way if your thoughts remain high, if a rare emotion possesses your body and soul. You will not encounter the Cyclops, the Lystragonians, or savage Poseidon if you do not carry them in your soul, if your soul does not set them before you. Pray that the journey be a long one, that there are countless summer mornings when, with what pleasure, what joy, you drift into harbours never before seen, that you make port in Phoenician markets and purchase their lovely goods, coral and mother of pearl, ebony and amber, and every kind of delightful perfume. Inquire all the voluptuous perfumes that you can then sail to Egypt's many towns to learn and learn from their scholars. Always keep Ithaca fixed in your mind. Arrival there is your destination, yet do not hurry the journey at all. Better that it lasts for many years and you arrive an old man on the island, rich from all that you have gained on the way not counting on Ithaca for riches. For Ithaca gave you the splendid voyage. Without her, you would never have embarked. She has nothing more to give you now. And though you find her poor, she has not misled you. You, having grown so wise, so experienced from your travel, By then you will have learned what Ithacas mean. Right. (laughs) That's quite a long poem and quite a relatively serious one. Um, C.P. Calafi was a Greek gentleman who was writing at the kind of turn of the last century. So obviously that was read. That was a translation I don't read or speak Greek, so I couldn't give you the original text. He's very renowned for his work, not just reclassifying Greek myth into a kind of modern context, which is what that poem's all about, obviously, collected works. 
it's full of very, very atmospheric, sensual poems. He was gay and um, spent a lot of time hanging around in cafes in Greece, flirting with men, which, I mean, sounds amazing. But obviously in the, in the turn of the last century, in the 20s and 30s, that was, that was a very difficult lifestyle to have. His work is very interesting. I think that poem in particular has it's been one of those poems that has followed me around quite a lot. I remember reading it for the first time when I was in the library in back in my hometown. And um, I got this big book from the shelf. It was a reference book. It was so massive. I couldn't take it out of the library. And it was um, just a massive collection of poems in translation from all over the all over the globe. And I don't know what it was that first drew me to that poem, but I read it and I wrote down a few lines from it and who it was by in my notebook of the time. And I remember really liking not just the sentiment, but just the words, the the names of the the Greek monsters and things and the whole the kind of mythological aspect of it, which is something that's quite interesting and rare in relatively contemporary poetry. Yeah, so like all things, you read something that you love and then you love it and then you forget about it. So I forgot about it for ages. And then ages and ages, and then I was listening to the radio and the BBC Radio 4 did this series called The History of the World and 100 Objects, which was fantastic fantastic series of radio programs, 15 minutes each, on 100 different objects from the British Museum, and each one was of interest, historically, culturally. One of the objects was an etching that David Hockney had done, called In the Quiet Village, I think it's called. Hockney, I had no idea, but Hockney had done a series of etchings and illustrations based on poems by Cavafy, and this was one of them. So that got me back into him. So I looked back again and then I reread the poem again. This is about two years after I'd first read it, maybe three years. And then about a year and a half after that, the poem turned up on the radio again as it was read as one of somebody's favourite poems and it was on the radio. And I remember I was at work listening to the radio and I just had that moment again of this is a really beautiful poem and um, I guess now the next <laughs> the most recent stage of my kind of Ithacan journey is um, me recording this and talking about it so really it's a poem that has been with me for a lot of this these the weird stages of, of my life and my weird journey towards Ithaca whatever Ithaca is and wherever it is. And yeah, I like the sentiment that just the idea of a journey and going on a journey and the fact that you need, no matter what happens, you need the roughness of the monsters in your own heart from, from the beginning to meet them on the journey. Journeys, you understand that a journey is more than just going from one place to another. It's way more significant and it does more to you physically and mentally than just changing environments. Journeys can be incredibly significant 
no matter how short or long they are. And that's what this poem says, in a way. It says that the journeys you go on are about the journey and not the destination, which is probably a massive cliche. And I understand that that probably is a massive cliche, but it's really true. So I really like the sentiment of that poem. And it's one that, it's one of those poems that I know I'm just going to carry on with, with me for the rest of my life, because it's about going through life. And, you know, when you get to the end, and when you finally get to your destination, it probably is a disappointment. But you don't realise just how much you've learned, and you don't realise how good all of the trouble has been for you. So yeah, that's that's Ithaca by um, C.P. Cavafy. That's all for this week. I'm sorry if it's been a bit long and nonsensically philosophical for you, but that's that's just how I am. So thank you for listening. Once again, subscribe on iTunes. Just search for Just One Poem, or you can search for Edus, E-D-D-U-S, and it'll come up. Follow me on Twitter if you don't already, which I'm sure you do, because that's probably how you got here. Tweet me anything you like, any thoughts you have about the podcast. Let me know what you think. And um, thank you very much, and have a good week full of exciting adventures and poetry. Thank you.